Trekkies and Trekkers, welcome to this amazing Star Trek podcast on Trek Tuesday. I'm your host Sorinda and together with my co-host Amanda Hopper, we recap every two weeks an episode of Star Trek, starting with Star Trek TNG. All the episodes will be recapped in chronically following. We will approach each episode with humor and a feminine look. And today's episode, we recap the episode Loud as a Whisper. Hey Amanda! Hiya! How are you doing? Got my data shirt on. I'm good. My data <laughs> shirt on. Good, good. Um, you probably saw what I wrote on Facebook about my dog. Or Twitter. I, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah. So. I've seen it. It's a few days ago. On Friday, our dog had to be put down. He was so sick. Oh. His back legs gave out. He has back legs gave out on, on Thursday night. Mm. And he just couldn't get up. He was 17. He was 17 years old. He was old. Yeah. Well, sorry for your loss. Yeah. He was and, uh... He was old. He, did, he couldn't see. He was missing a lot of teeth. Mm. But other than that, he... <sighs> so anyway, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um... Let's see. Today, guys, we... It's the tenth episode again, so we are going to have a video recording and um today we are recapping the episode loud as a whisper and i think this one i um let me do this right away but the imdb score for this episode is super low it was a 6.5 Ooh, I low. think, yeah, it's low. And, you know, um, I really did like this episode, to be honest. I liked it, too. Yeah. Because the guy who plays Riva, I heard, he was actually deaf in real life. True, true, yeah. Actual deaf actor. Yeah. They're doing that more often in... Uh, Star Trek as well, I noticed. If you see, for example, like uh, uh, Kenneth Mitchell, who is paralyzed now with uh, uh, ASL, he played. Oh, yeah, yes, him, Klingon guy. Yeah. For yeah, example, he, was a Klingon. he he had been written three parts in Discovery, especially for him, so. That's nice, but also like the one who played Hammer in Strange New Worlds. And he's coming back in season two for as a new character. So, um, yeah, that would be nice. Uh, for you guys uh, who haven't seen it, I have a new classes. So, uh, so that is... <laughs> well, I needed to because I, I was practically going blind. Seriously, guys. <laughs> I had I had so much. Um, it was so much uh, bad that I uh, I I can't even drive a car now because and I still need to uh, get used to these glasses. So uh, yeah, but okay. 
Never mind. Hmm. So it's um. It's uh. It's but okay. Doesn't matter. Um. Let's start with. Uh, let's start with the episode. Um. So the Enterprise is in the Ramatas star system, and they are there because they have to. Uh, bring Riva, the mediator, to one yeah. of those planets because two uh, two groups have fought fighting for what was it about two hundred years or something? Yeah. A long time. So and oh, yeah. they they ask. <laughs> If Riva could come over and mediate between the two groups for peace treating. So, um, um, we see Picard sitting in his uh, office or writing room and he is fascinated by this planet system with three planets and there is something wrong of the wrong. Uh, there is a, it is some kind of a puzzle. And so Riker comes in and um, to say, well, we are at the system and we can beam down. And they walk to the um, turbolift. lift. And Riker was right away very... Um, very uh, anxious to say, Captain, I don't want you to lead this white team. It's not right. Which Picard answered, well, it isn't really a practical away team. It is a... Um, it's, uh, it's a ceremonial greeting. And mm. if I don't come, it can be... Very offensive. Hmm. Didn't, he, didn't he also say, oh, cluck, 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 you're like a mother in... Mother hen, yeah. Riker. Yeah. Oh, Riker, you're like a hen, mother hen. Cluck, cluck, cluck. Something like that. Yeah. So, uh, they been down. And, uh, again, uh, it was with, uh... Right away, what I saw was the lipstick of Diana Troy. Was it it was so very bright again. It's so bright. Whatever it was, it was red. But I did love her hair. Normally, she has this buns up, and you know. Yeah, it's all sticky uppy. Yeah, I, I like her hair this, this way. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Troy went along and uh, Worf as well, but Worf has very strong mixed feelings about this, and yeah. Troy was telling him of asking her why. What's wrong? I never have felt so much strong feelings with you. Yeah, and he said that Riva, I think if I remember correctly, he meditated meditated. 
like mediated. Negotiate. Yeah, mediated. Mediated. That's the word between two nations, like of the Klingons and something else. Federation. Hear what it was? Federation. Yeah, it was Klingons. Yeah, the Federation. That's it. The Federation and the Klingons. He medi mediated it between the two. Yeah, and get my words out. So it is one. I he, did you see the struggle of Worf? How he struggled with those feelings. Normally he is, you would see, or he is calm, or he is very aggressive and as the warrior. And it 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 looks like if he had this. Um, how can you say that? It's more like a. I don't want to say action is. It's more like he had to. He had to cope with the diplomatic uh, feelings of okay, we here at diplomatic uh, mission, and uh, although we just bringing Riva to this planet to meet those two groups, mm. and he was really struggling with that. I never seen him like that. Yeah, he seemed like a bit on guard type feel. I guess you could say. On guard, but, anxious, nervous type mixture. Mm, yeah, but I think it's also like uh, um, because he doesn't have it's it with Worf it is too out and like or he's very calm or he's very aggressive like the Klingon. And mm, this is very yeah. middle in because it's also it's it's like he um yeah but he uh, um also is like uh, uh it's like he doesn't know how to cope with it because he never mm. have to uh be in this situation. And like I said it is all it's all like like diplomatic and he can react as a Starfleet officer or it is like very aggressive and angry and 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 um like Klingons do mm. oh guys there is something else that I forgot to tell in the beginning normally we and Amanda and I do not always uh, just ask how we doing and what we being off to. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, my fiance and I have found our rings. Ooh, little closer, little closer. Ooh, <laughs> shiny. So uh, we have been uh, we have been uh, engaged for four years. So we we said, uh, yeah, we uh, we uh, started to think of. Uh, planning the wedding so um Ooh. and when we were at this or one of our favorite new age shop we saw these and he has another one with it like bluish and that's is his thing mm -hmm. so um i think i i posted also on twitter and, and facebook but uh yeah i'm very happy that we finally got rings that was really a, a missing thing <laughs> about it so you need the bling bling. No, I'm not really of the bling bling, but yeah, I think always uh, having a ring, it's just uh, very strong symbolic for being engaged. So yeah, yeah. 
Um, so they, uh, they beam down to the planet and they meet Riva and immediately he had a click with Diana Troy romantically as well and I I don't want to say I was shocked that he was so um, flirting with her but it it was also <laughs> it was also like um, well when they meet him they also meet his choir I hope I Speak yeah. that, and um, I thought lately. I think that didn't that woman passed away just now? I think there was something with her. I can't remember what, but there was something with her. Uh, Ooh. but so the really young man was the warrior, the passionate person, and. Uh, the romantic one. The what older guy was the one who was the professor, the teacher, the uh, mediator, yeah, and I think that, uh, yeah. Didn't didn't he say he was also the libido of the guy too? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was really thinking at that for the nineties. <laughs> Okay. His side that's like in Troy. So technically almost two guys like Troy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Basically. And that was and that was the weird thing. Because um but okay, we're going to go ahead. So um so they made Rita, uh Riva and his choirs and they speak and they um explain to them that uh, it's been uh, taking them years to be at service as Reva because they can feel his emotions. They can, they can, they know exactly what he thinks, and so they can interact with and be his voice. And that's how Picard and Troy and Worf uh, came to know that Reva has been born deaf, and they don't have that. A thing like Starfleet to go to the medical and get an implant and you can hear for example and they say that of, of you being unique and you can't you don't have to change that and if I can remember correctly they also said that um, the those choirs of him is it that goes from generation to generation so you they have been born with that gift and ability to be for Riva's voice. So in one way it's very weird and, and he had that instant connection with Troy because she of course is an empath. And I think that he has he has a bit of empath. Bit of empath in himself. Yeah, that's but that's always like if one of your uh, function uh, is that, like for example, his voice, then something else will be more 
coffee hands because they have to uh, deal What's with more? the missing of that part. And what was really astonished to me was is that I believe it was the young man who said, "Oh, you're an empath," and then exactly that right moment, Reva started to flirt with Troy. <laughs> What was really funny in a way, cause yeah, okay. Um, so they explained how they communicate and how it work, and but. Picard made a mistake by not addressing Rifa, but the criers, and that was a big mistake. Rifa was angry about that. And yeah, the one of the choirs, I don't know which guy it was, but one of the, the warrior. Guys, like, no, you must pay attention to me, not to them. I think is what he said. Yeah. Like it was loud and echoey. Yeah, it was like, uh, it was the warrior who said that. So, um, Picard apologized right away and said, well, it was not my uh, intention to do that. And uh, it's just your way of communication is so uh, unique and special that, yeah, we don't see that nowadays. So, um, then they beam up to the Enterprise. So they can go to that planet with uh, for those two groups, and uh, yeah, it's really like um, so. Captain Picard wanted to um, introduce his crew to Riva, and Riva said right away, "Captain, I just want to say this first. I really honored to be on your." Great ship, etc., etc. But proceed, and I found it that really a little bit rude. Yeah, because he basically interrupted the captain while the captain was trying to say, "Welcome to our ship." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Oh, we were just decide decide just to interrupt and say, well, well, thank you for having me on your great ship." Say, saying, mm, I don't remember mm. exactly what he said, but it's basically he interrupted the captain. He don't interrupt the captain when he's trying to greet you to the ship, basically. He Yeah, so he uh, first he introduced Riker, and Riva had a beautiful sign of putting his hand yeah. on the chest of somebody, and he could feel what kind of person mm. it was. Mm. And then he went uh, to Data. Did you see his face lifted up when Riva said, "You are special and unique." Once again, yeah, guys. Once again, guys. A human reaction, and he doesn't even have his emotion chip yet. No, he had like a bit of a grin on his face. I was trying to say. Yeah, but he was. Yeah, but he was beaming like, "Ooh, I'm special," you know. Almost blushing, like almost looked like he almost. You can almost barely see the red in his cheeks. He looked like he. Well. It was more like a, a goofy grin of oh, somebody yeah, is uh, yeah, somebody is uh, noticing me. So uh, yeah, and then Jordy. 
And then he went to Jordy. And they have that talk about, okay, we're special, we uh, both... Jordy was blind and... Uh, but what was really, really what I was... Um, later in the episode, we see that Pulaski is coming with a solution for Jordy's eyes. So he doesn't have to have pain anymore. And it was like... Uh, some kind of operation with interfaces and he could see them normally again. And but there are some dangers to it. So um I know that um Jordy said to Pulaski, no thank you very much. But I can't remember this. Wasn't she also the doctor that came on the Enterprise and to work on Worf when Worf had that big accident in the cargo bay? I think so. They worked on his spine to get it fixed again. Yeah, because I think I've, was one of them. I I don't remember if it is Pulaski or if it is someone else, but I remember that uh Beverly wasn't amused that she would play with her patient's uh, health, etc. Maybe it was. Maybe it was Pulaski. Huh? Maybe it was her. Could have been her and some other stuff. Well, it isn't. It, it's still that episode still have to come, so we we can still uh, see that about. So um. So they and one thing I was surprised is that all these senior officers has been. Uh, introduced to Riva, but why not Wesley? Wesley is the Wonder Child. Wesley is the the member of the crew that is also special. Oh yeah, yeah. Why didn't? Why wasn't Wesley introduced? That's it. Forgot about that part. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. So um. That's that's odd. Uh, and once again, um, so Picard said, well, uh, you must be tired, etc. So we have rooms for you. And uh, right away, Revo went flirting again with Troy and asked here if he would uh, escort him to his uh, room. Yeah, quarters. And uh, so... Because it will after that uh, you get debriefing and uh, so Rifa went with the warrior to his quarter, but the other two stayed on the bridge and Picard was a little confused by that and asked, yeah, why don't you go with him because you're his squires and um, so they explained to him again, well, this is the romantic part, uh, warrior, passionate. But, so we don't have to be there and uh, um, they can figure it out themselves if you have some quarters for us that will be fine so Worf uh, took them to their quarters so that's um, something that is uh, um, yeah sorry my notes are a little bit scrambled so <laughs> Um, so, um, they went there and, uh, Riva was asking Diana of, 
if she would join him for dinner after the debriefing. What was really... Almost he did that on a really... Weird way. Cause... His communication was... Yeah, how can I say limited. this a little bit? No, not limited because that... That warrior was still there and... Oh, uh, yeah. uh, because Troy also asked him, uh, how is he, he, is he always going to be here? And Reva said, no, um, okay, guys, uh, that was mine. Um, Reva said, okay, um, we will be, uh, Till we have found a way to communicate with each other, he will be there to translate for me. Yeah. So, and of course, in one way, it's very logical. But in one way, I think it must be very weird for her as a woman, not only as an empath, but as a woman to have a translator next to you. Mm. So, because Reva doesn't really talk. It's the it's the uh, translator guy that does all the talking for him. Which is yeah. A little odd hearing it come from the translator, but they have to stare at Reva the whole time while the other dude is talking. Mm -hmm. like, Reva. Yeah, Reva yeah, yeah. And you see also that um, after that, um, later in the episode, when they had dinner, uh, the warrior wasn't there, but... Reva is trying to do sign language and learn Troy what it means. And, um, you know, I can relate to that because at the moment I am doing a course of uh, learning British sign language. So, um, it's very, uh, it's 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 a world different because if you hearing badly or can't hear there's another thing you need to do to communicate and sometimes it's because of you can't hear you won't use your own voice and for Riva of course it's different but in a way so um so Reva, and that was also I find that felt it was really, uh, how can I say that? It's like uh, they had a debriefing with the captain, and Reva was um, how can I say this? So then, that. after that, uh, the dinner day, Reva has to had to come to the bridge, because the Enterprise had scanned the planet and they had found uh, laser spores somewhere. And uh, so, first one group came on view, and then the other one, and there is you. You saw how hostile uh, they were, hostile they were. Mm. 
Uh, so Riva came onto the bridge and said, Okay, guys, thank you very much for coming here. This and this and this is the place, and I will contact you where we can meet on a planet. So, um, and right away there was a ceasefire, and um, everything would be okay. So Riva told Picard, Okay, I need a scan a map from the planet and to see where I can meet with them okay very fine he did that and then he um then he beamed down with Riker and Worf and also Deanna and the choir course no Deanna not but the choir so yeah. they beamed down it was a uh, a okayish uh oh. place to uh, meet hmm. and it was a very, very rocky area yeah but it was steady and um so Rifa told uh Rika, okay i need a table and i need torches to light up here and so they know that i am here so hmm. they did that and the two groups came uh, to the meeting place and you could feel the hostility. It was really bad. And one of those two uh, began some mayhem and he ended up to shoot at Riva because he thought Riva would talk nonsense. Mm. Like he wasn't too uh, trusting of Reva, he was being untrustworthy about it. Cause he yeah. Thinks, uh, like, basically thinking it's a bunch of hoo-ha, bull pucky coming out of his mouth. That's basically what they're trying to think. Hmm. They think, oh, it's just a bunch of bull pucky. Yeah, but also, they don't know anything else. They have hmm. fought for so long. And uh, Reva also told Picard, well... There must be have changed recently something because now they want peace. Mm. And um, well, so one of those um, shot to Riva, and Riker was at the nick of time to save Riva for the shot, mm. but he shot the shot came on to the his chorus and his chorus died all. Yeah, and literally disintegrated and so the high-ranking officer to that person or alien um uh, i can't remember what they were but okay um they um he shot at him and said you are a traitor and you deserve this and uh you have jeopardized the peace treating and be all in this chaos Raiko managed to get Riva beamed up to the sh Enterprise again mm. and they shouted out Riva please come back we need you and this is important they those are not my words this is him yeah like not everybody on that planet was thinking that they wanted peace but this one guy was like didn't wasn't too believable. He wasn't believing of Riva or his tactics type deal. 
Yeah, and... A lot of them want at peace. Um... By the way, do you, don't you think that those uh, aliens from those two groups... Um, they look like uh, the Tellarites. Tellarites is like, like with the... Uh, uh, a pig snout. Oh, the soldiers guys. Those... those soldier guys. Yeah. Like, like, kind of like what Q sent, the pig guys, but without the pig nose. Well, they kind yeah. of have a big nose. Yeah. Kind of look like them, yeah. Yeah. Huh. But, yeah. Um, shoulder, I think. So, when they are on the ship, they are uh, in the reading room. Uh, Reva is very frustrated and angry and that this happened. And Troy tried to follow him, but, but he's too... Too fast with his uh, yeah, hand gestures. Yeah. So um, that was very. Um, and then Picard gave Data the sign, the assignment to learn Riva's uh, sign language. What was really uh, funny as well because, um, yeah, later. Riva would say, well, Data can talk for me, but he can never feel me or can never interpretate my emotions. emotions. Yeah. And that's true. That is true. But yeah. okay, it, 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 it's a way to start to um, uh, get communicated. And uh, try, try to follow... Riva and try to understand what he was saying what was not done because he was too fast for her but this is a typical Picard move what Picard did he picked Riva's head with his two hands and said try with sign language saying you are not alone we are here to help we are in this together but that was a typical picard move we've seen he has more moves like okay um i will overrule you with diplomacy and uh people or aliens would listen to him when he did that so um Reva, understood him but we see Reva now who is very scared and very insecure and that all about and it is illogical in a way because he has known this his own life and his chorus was not only his voice but also his friends and uh in one way, you could see it a little bit as a soulmate thing, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah. They were with him as a, basically with his. They were basically with him his whole life, and yeah, they never. Basically, they never left his side. Yeah. Like they were stuck on him like stuck on him like glue, basically. Mm. So, um, basically, without this choir, he can't really function that well. Mm. Yeah, and then you see what. Uh, handicapped 
It, it really is. If you can't talk with uh, other people. Yeah. And if Picard said, well, can to you uh, write it out or write it down? And I, one thing I would say to yeah, that is too much to write down. So, mm. but they don't get to work. He would um, uh, learn languages, sign languages, and then he. Uh, it was funny because Riker and Worf were asking him, "Okay, how is it going?" And first he saw just one speed, then it doubles the speed, then it triples the speed, and fourth speed. That was really funny. It's like his brain just well, he's an android, so we can't forget that. He, he just he learns the sign language at like a freaking mile an hour like type thing like a speeding engine like like really really fast reader basically yeah and, and later data set too um and i'm going fast forward now but okay um data says but sir learning those two groups sign language is gonna take months and maybe years and I could do it because I'm an android I could do it in in, in a few hours you know mm. so um, then uh, we see Troy going to Riva's um, quarters mm. and mm. told she told him, well, Cat Picard will take you home, but first we, I am going to go down and see if I can solve this problem between those two groups. And I think River was a little bit shocked by that because she never do those things like he did. And he had always, because he had so much uh, experience with mediating between groups or people um it was like uh yeah but how are you going to do that and so troy asked his help and he was very in one way he was very um not cooperating with it and in another way he did yeah in his way telling her okay this is how you do it but in one way, he was also shocked that she would do it because, in one way, it wasn't her, uh, her, her, her job to do, and there would be yeah. have to come a, another um, mediator to mediate between those two groups, and they had some kind of words, and then there was uh, a. a line and that was a very good line of her she told him why can't you turn the disadvantage into a advantage to yourself hmm. and you saw him think of hey yeah, yeah she's right i can't get this into my advantage yeah so then um she he kissed Troy on the cheek because he wanted to thank her. 
and he thanked Data. And, they, <laughs> and Data wanted to translate that to Castle uh, of Troy, but then uh, the quarter oh, oh, falls. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Like, he finally clicked in that. He's like, oh, he's thanking me. He's not thanking anybody else. He's thanking me. He's like, oh, oh, you're thanking me. Yes. Thank you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> what is, was also, of course, very uh, funny. So, Reaper is going back to the surface with uh, first, uh, of course, Counselor Troy, Riker, Worf, and then uh, Data. And Data asks, Reva, but how would you want to do this? You can't communicate with them because you have no crawlers. How would you want to communicate with them? So, the other choice said, well, Data, Reva is going to turn this disadvantage into his advantage and teach them sign language. Hmm. Oh, but I could learn that in a few hours because I'm an android, but because they will, um, it will take months and years, and yeah. why? Why it's it's a waste of time, and council choice and new data. It's a good waste of time because this is one thing that both groups will have uh, together. So because they have to learn sign language for Riva. They also teach themselves to communicate with each other. And that's the biggest thing and challenge they have to learn. Yeah. So, um, that was all over and, and Arifa said, said his goodbyes. And even Riker said, well, I'm not really um, in that way that I um, uh, want to leave you here alone. But Riva said, no, it's okay. Um, it will be, I will be fine. I will message Starfleet again when uh, I need a lift home. So uh, they beamed up. And um, Picard ask um, Troy to come to his wedding room and um, he paid her a compliment and it is not uh, not often in the way that Deanna is getting a compliment because everyone knows okay she's an empath so she feels uh, when we are uh, those emotions with her and they know she knows when uh, we are uh, founder for whatever and so it is nice that Picard words those feelings to her oh. and um, yeah this is that is also the end of the uh, the episode yeah, um, I like that episode I liked it too I liked it too um is there anything you like to add Amanda? I can't really think of much to add to it. It was a really good episode. I liked it. I liked the storyline, and they really did yeah. uh, did a good job of telling it. And and I think it's uh, 
also a good lesson for also for nowadays with um, people who can't talk or are deaf. Uh, like I told you before in this episode is that I am teaching myself sign language, language as well because I do think it's a beautiful language but it also um, there was a um, there's a video on YouTube there was a uh, uh, a woman who was deaf and only could do sign language and she could also speak but it was uh, way to hear it but the woman behind the the cashier she could do sign language so somebody taped at her and she put that's put the r in with sign language so i i must say i always have liked sign language but i just started with it and i always said i want to do this and it's like totally because you, yeah, you have to see it also like, um, because, um, I don't know if you have seen this video as well. It's, it was about, uh, the voice the, of Britain. I, I think that was the voice of Britain, yeah. And there was a man, very artistic, who sung... Uh, imagine from the Beatles but the first part he did with sign language and he named uh, I can't remember what uh, what the figures are where how many people on this world are deaf or can't speak or are uh, bad hearing um, and that's why he did it he said it's a beautiful language and um, how was what was her name? It was one of the singers that one of the judges. She started to do sign language as well, and um, I was thinking, hey, doesn't she know that he can talk, etc. And so that man told the public, yeah, well, uh, guys, sometimes you need to do this because it's a beautiful language it's a, a lot of people are deaf or bad hearing oh, yeah. or so it's yeah. it would be nice if you can communicate with them in that way yeah i also saw this video it was at a rap concert they do have uh deaf translators at rock concerts translate they did the i forget the singer that does the WAP song she was translating the WAP song i was like whoa yeah, I know it. Yeah, yeah. But that is also with the, with official things, etc. But I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And, um, well, I think it's very important to have that awareness. And so it's nice to see in programs like that, that they really um, doing that. Yeah. Um, so. I think with the TV shows, they got... Uh closed captioning like for tv shows stuff like that yeah um well i already told you guys the imdb rating was a 6.5 yeah uh amanda what would you give this episode uh i really like the episode i'd say around eight and a half hmm 
I was. Between eight and nine. I can't really yeah. think of a number for this one. It was I, yeah. I think it'd be nine. Mm. So I will give it an eight and a half. Yeah. So um, that is what uh um. What I see, but that was a good episode. I really liked oh, this episode. You know that that by the way that planet where they beam down up. Um, that reminds me of the first episode with the uh, Ferengi. Oh yeah. Maybe the same decor. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? They do recycle planets from time to time for episodes, so yeah, oh, yeah, be part of it. And yeah, I don't know if I remember. I don't. I'm, I'm thinking Brent Spiner. He probably also learned a bit of sign language for that episode too. Probably he has to. Yeah. Yeah, he would have to learn that. That must have been hard. Or they write it especially for the episode because uh, those are gestures or hand gestures that I don't know. So, it could be especially for the episode written. Yeah, maybe it's especially made for the episode, or he might have actually learned some, probably. Who knows? Okay. Who knows? I would, I'm so tempted to ask him that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you should do that. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you for watching. Amanda, you again always thank you for being here and recapping with me those yeah. episodes. Oh yeah, I like doing that. So yeah, me too. It's a very different one than I uh, that I do for uh, or in the talks, but uh, I really yeah. love to do this. It's also nice to uh, to watch Star Trek and then uh, yeah oh, talk yeah. about it. So um, that's one of the things I also do. Um, and probably, I don't know if I ever told you this guys, but I have uh, started this podcast because I noticed that not many uh, women were talking about track. The only, the only podcast I really know about women talking track is Woman at Warp. And that's just a, yeah, that's a good, good podcast. And they also have their own panels on conventions so Ooh. they are very well known they are they they i think they have started in uh, and they are about four women but all different kind of backgrounds so it's 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 nice to hear them talk about track and they do it very different than we do but it's nice to hear uh, yeah hear about it so guys um thank you again and we will see you in about two weeks. Live long and prosper. Probably doing it wrong, but live long and prosper. Thank you for listening and join us in two weeks for a new episode recap. In the next episode, we will recap the episode Decision Man. Gloucester Game Track is also to listen, follow, and subscribe on Anchor, Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music or on your favorite podcast app. We have also a Facebook group and a YouTube channel. Every 10th episode, like today, will be a video episode so you guys can see us 
and talk with us about the episode. If you'd like to comment on the episode or talk with us about the specific episode we just recap, you can reach out on the Facebook group and the YouTube channel. I also like to tell you about my two other podcasts called Orenda Talks and Orenda's Book Club Smooches, Tea and Books. Orenda Talks is a podcast which in I talk about books, movies, fandoms and other geek things. On this podcast I also have an extra episode series in which I will talk about everything Star Trek. You can find Orenda Talks on the YouTube channel or the Facebook group. Orenda's book club Smooches, Tea and Books is a podcast that is will discuss books of all genres except for thrillers and horror. I don't like to read those. My perfect picture while reading a book is in front of the fireplace, loads of tea and smooches in the background. If you like to discuss with me or us the books we are reading, you can do that on the Facebook group and the YouTube channel. I also like to organize live reading and live books discussions events. So join me, read with me and discuss with me the books we are reading. We will see you in two weeks. I also started a new YouTube channel which in I react on typical British things and typical and I'm going to explain a lot about the typical Dutch things. So if you like that you can find this YouTube channel uh, under the name hashtag little Dutchie. I'll see you next time.